Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe what is possible for your life. And today I have the great honor to be with Joanne King. Joanne lives on the island of Maui, the lucky, lucky girl. And she has a master's of arts degree in counseling psychology, and she works as a counselor in psychology. Her work focuses on health and wellness, and Joanne has foundational and advanced training in mindfulness, which is a lot of what we're gonna talk about today. She's also a certified yoga teacher and is able to counsel, mentor, and advise others from diverse backgrounds. Her expertise lies in working with people to help empower them in their lives, relationships, and work. Joanne's therapy practice uses a holistic approach incorporating mind, body, and integrative medicine for health and well-being. Joanne has developed a mindful eating program called Ditch the Diet for Life. It's a program grounded in cutting-edge psychology and is different than anything you may have ever tried before. Using a mindful approach of staying grounded in the here and now, she is able to provide non-judgmental support while staying focused on the person. Most people just need a guide who can help them through the struggles that they are experiencing. And Joanne is a master at that. Welcome, Joanne. Aloha, Nita. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I'm so excited to be here with you. Oh, <laughs> me too. I feel exactly the same way. I'm totally thrilled to have you here with me. So, Joanne, to kick this off, because so much of your work is all around mindfulness, and we're going to go in a lot of different avenues, but the mindfulness um, mindfulness and mindset, I want to kind of talk about uh, what mindfulness is. How do you define that? So, mindfulness is really just all about being here in the present moment, right? You're just paying attention with awareness. You're grounded in being here in the moment. And it's really about looking at everything curiously and non-judgmentally. Mm, I love it. Do you find that most people have a hard time just being in the here and now that they, they just don't even understand what that means so much of the time? So, yeah, we do find that a lot, right? Well, because our minds are programmed to be busy all the time, right? Our mind, your mind is constantly going. I mean, think about, have you ever sat down and thought about nothing? Right, <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, that just doesn't, it doesn't happen. We have between 60 and 80,000 thoughts a day. And many of those thoughts, like 98% of them, we had yesterday. So, 
you're probably thinking the same thoughts you had yesterday a lot of the time. They're not really new thoughts. Many people go to the past, and when we go to the past, that's when we become depressed. Many people go to the future. That's when people have a lot of anxiety, right, because they're, they don't know what's going to happen. They become anxious. But think about it. When you stay present and grounded in this moment is when you can have clarity, clarity to what's happening in your life and, and just feeling calm, being here. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's funny because I was just thinking about, I know that state, the same statistic about having, you know, 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. And so I chose 70,000 thoughts in one day. And I thought, how many seconds are there in a day? So I went to our beautiful Google and asked Google how many seconds there are in a day. There's 86,400 seconds in a day. And if we, on average, have 60 to 80 thoughts a day, that literally means more than every one second we're having a thought. And if we're thinking back to the past, the things that, that what we, in air quotes, failed at, because I don't think anything is ever a failure. I think it's an assessment. And, and we're basing our future on that. Like, you know, I couldn't do it in the past, so I can't do it now. Or then looking forward to the future and being anxious about it. There is no here and now. We spend all of our time in the past that we can't do anything about. And the future that we're not even living into just yet. And what a... What a um, catch twenty two! If we're not, if we're not being able to stay here in the here and now, so what do you suggest? What what do you use with your clients, or and what do you use with yourself, Joanne, to help you to stay present in the here and now, in this present moment? So every morning I meditate. I get up and I spend twenty minutes in silence. And it's not always easy to calm the mind, but the morning is the best time to do it, right? Because your day hasn't started. You're not thinking about a lot of things. So it's easier to clear the mind in the morning and sit down and just have some quiet time and and try to release any thoughts that are coming, acknowledge them and then release them. And it's really important to be able to understand that our thoughts, run like a stream. So it would be one thought continually after another. So one thought leads to the next thought leads to the next thought, right? It's kind of like the World Wide web, right? That's kind of like how your brain is. It's wired that we connect things, we connect this thought to that, right? Like, you connect your girlfriends, maybe to going to the gym to going to dinner to calling for advice, right? So Everything is connected in our minds. And so one thought leads to the next and you get this stream of unending thoughts. Um, And our minds basically have a negative propensity for negative thinking. So it's always important to be alert and understand that we can change those negative thoughts into positive thinking rather than going down the rabbit hole of the negativity. Right. Absolutely. And I love that you brought this up, that the mind has the, pro- the propensity for negative thinking because that's innate. That's so, so when people think, oh, I'm just always thinking these negative thoughts. Part of that is just how the human body is designed. Correct. 
Yeah, so we're wired for negativity, right? And that comes from our ancestors, like from eons ago, because we had to be on alert all the time, right? Looking for the tiger in the bush that's going to come out and eat us while we're picking our berries. So we have this negative proclivity. And and then we worry, we think, we worry. Um, So that's why we have to take control in the mind and turn those things around and start focusing on positive aspects of your life so that you create what we call these new neural pathways in the brain, right? We have neural pathways that thoughts run on. And when we think a thought over and over, we get a deeper neural pathway. So if we can start to focus always on the positive things, like perhaps you go take your dog for a walk and you see the beautiful sunflowers. And so you just start making a neural pathway of knowing every time I take my dog on a walk, it's going to be amazing because I see these bright yellow flowers. I feel the sun on my skin. I feel the wind on my face. So when you create these positive pathways, you'll be able to stay in a happier state. Right. How, how do you advise your clients, whether you're working with clients on your ditch the diet for life, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, whether you're working with your clients on, on that, on you know, mindset or mindfulness and positivity around you know, their health, the food, their body shape, and your, um, the clients that you work with that you're just counseling, how, how do you help or what do you suggest to them to help them to stay positive? Because I know for some people, and I used to be one of them and gratefully I'm not anymore, but, but you get caught in that trap of that negative thinking and it's just a spiral and you just go down, 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 down. And if you don't know how to stop and switch that and make that U-turn, it, it can literally take sometimes years to get out of that depression. So what's something that it's you good. share? Yeah. What's something with you yeah, that you it, share with your clients? So a lot of times, um, and this is why it's important that they see a professional mental health counselor, because a lot of times people need medication to pull them out. They have such a, an imbalance of the brain chemicals in their brain that it's really difficult for them to come out. And if they've been using drugs in the past, um, a lot of times that really sets off the chemicals, um, the balance in the brain. And so we need to bring the balance back. Um, and so I will uh, refer them to a physician who will prescribe medication, antidepressant medicine for them. And then that helps give them a kickstart, right? If those are the people who are really stuck, um, I am not a big proponent for medication and I always try first without it. But if someone's really stuck in that downward spiral, it can be really helpful to have them um, have medication to help start like I said, jumpstart them out of that and get them into feeling better. And then we get them off of the medicine as they begin to really feel better. Right, right. And and it just seems like in the Western culture, for sure, that we're kind of a pill pop in society, that we're we're used to going to the doctor, somebody outside of us that says, you know, give me the pill 
to make me feel better. And I'm in complete agreement with you. And I say the same thing to my clients when I'm coaching. If they can't seem to make that shift, if they're just stuck in that, sometimes I think it is. It's a really nice, uh, just a boost. So you can start remembering what it what it is to feel a little bit better. And then gradually, of course, with the doctor's, um, under the doctor's care, start decreasing that antidepressant or anti-anxiety, whatever medication they were trying to take. Um, I, I love that theory. Yeah, because I think it's, it works and it's not, it doesn't have to be a long-term fix. Many times I've seen that happen where it's just on some kind of a medication to help for a while to get hormones back into balance and to start seeing a, a bigger, brighter picture and really appreciating that sunflower and that sun on your skin. And then being able to say, okay, like I, I feel like I have my feet underneath me and let's see if we can wean off of this medication with my doctor's care and then you know, continue the counseling or coaching and, and let me continue my life and, and get into a place where I feel really powerful and, and empowered. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And that's what we want to do for people. We want to empower people, right? Because we have the power to heal ourselves, right? Sometimes we may need that help with uh, an antidepressant for a few months. Um, but in the long term, a lot of times people don't need medication. They come in and we just help them change their thoughts through the mind, right? We call that mindset. We help them with their mindset. And I use something called the thought model, right? And the thought model helps people to just tweak and turn their thoughts a little bit until they can see the light and become happier and feel empowered in their life. And that's the whole goal is just having joy. I believe the purpose of life is joy. Absolutely. And I think the, the, most empowering thing that we can do for people is when people realize that they have the power within them, that they can do that. They can use the mindset and they can use the thought model and tweak those thoughts just a bit. So change their perspective, change right change how they're the meaning they're giving the situation and all of a sudden a person starts realizing oh my gosh like i have this power to do this like i'm doing this i'm changing how i feel and to know that because i think that in the western culture it's all i can speak for it's the only place i've ever lived but in the western culture i, I think that so many of us grew up as victims that we felt like we were powerless and that life happened to us. And as long as we could just kind of scrape and get through it, then, then we'll scrape and get through it. But it was never a life by design. It was never living your life completely on purpose. How do you feel about that? Mm -hmm. So I think that goes back to when you say something like that, it reminds me of belief right? Because beliefs are what drive us in our lives. And so most of our beliefs are instilled in us probably right before the age of five. I mean, we get our beliefs usually from our family of origin or the people that are closest around us. And so it's important to look at these deeply rooted beliefs and 
are they, are they serving you in your life now? That's the question I want you to ask yourself. Look at your beliefs. So belief, for example, I have a client that was in my program for Ditch the Diet for Life. And one of her beliefs that was handed down to her from her female family members was that when women get old, they old, meaning probably like 50 or 60, um, <laughs> they gain weight, they lose their teeth, um, and they become just useless. So and that was something that was really deeply rooted in her. And so we had to work on that and change that belief for her to understand that she has the power to eat a healthy diet, to exercise, to take care of herself, to avoid having that belief come true. Right. And isn't it amazing? Because when we have that belief, we grow right into it, not even knowing that we're doing it. We believe it so much that we continue to tell these beautiful 80 trillion cells in this body. I hear everywhere between 60, 70, 80 trillion. I just like 80 trillion because I feel like we have a whole bunch of wonderful cells in there. But telling these cells that, you know, I, when I'm 50 and 60, that's when I'm going to start putting on all of this weight. And that's when I'm going to start losing my teeth. And lo and behold, it happens because we've told our body. We literally have programmed our body. This is what's going to happen. And this, this is what, what, how you're going to respond. You, you're going to carry the weight and you're going to start having dental problems and probably losing your teeth. And isn't it crazy when we don't even know that we're carrying beliefs from somebody else that isn't even our truth, that, that it's just been programmed in there up until that five years old. And oh my goodness, when somebody can see that in the light and know that that's not the truth of me. That that's not really how this works. I mean, I, I would imagine for your client that it was just the huge spotlight went on that, oh my God, I'm in power of my life. I can do something differently here. Yeah. So I I wanna kind of put this into terms that may be easier for listeners to understand, and that is that your mind works as a transmitter, right? And it needs to be constantly updated like software. So we're going to update beliefs, right? And then we look at those beliefs, we bring them out into the light, we look at them, and then we rewrite them so they work for you. And our brains have this wonderful mechanism called neuroplasticity. So we can change the way we think. We can change the rewiring of the brain by doing this. And it is a process, um, but it works. Right, yes, for sure. And, and people do say that this is just what I believe and it's never going to change and absolutely it can. And I don't know about you when you went to school, but I know when I went to school in university, they were still teaching that the brain doesn't change it it is set how it is set and that has now been de debunked and the neuroplastic the neuroplasticity and how the brain can change and our beliefs can change and everything about us can change and we have the power to do that but yes trying to do that on your own and not understanding how that all works i think it's it's um overwhelming 
and cumbersome and thinking, oh my God, you might as well just give me a, a book in hieroglyphics and ask me to explain all of that because that's too much. I have no idea what you're talking about. So thank you for breaking that down and, and using the mind as a transmitter. I've never heard it described like that. I love that. Yeah. And so I think the important thing is sometimes we all need a guide. Um, in ancient times, they called that a guru. You would go to a guru when guru literally means teacher. So you would go to a teacher and the teacher would help you and help you to learn these things sort of on a fast track rather than you on your own. I want to say it's kind of like if you're driving somewhere you've never been before and you don't have a map and you feel like, oh, I'm going to get there no matter what, well, it may take you a little longer right. versus if you had a map and directions, you could probably get there in a quarter of the time versus just trying to blindly drive there. So that's why it's important to have a teacher, someone who can guide you, and someone who's compassionate and caring for you. Absolutely. Right. And they have to have your best interest. And, and it has to be that place where it's compassionate. And, and they really, truly are invested in you and your success. And that when you come out of it on the other end, that you are, you are just a different person. How you look at the world is different. How you feel is different. And um, yeah, I love this. And I have to tell you, I did not know that guru actually just meant teacher. I did not know that. I always, yeah. thought, mm -hmm. always thought of guru as being um, right, like the master that you could never touch. I always thought of guru completely differently. And that's a word that comes up with a couple of my clients often. And so um, I love knowing mm -hmm. the true meaning of guru. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's literally, literally means a teacher. And it could be master, right? Because a teacher can be a master. So yeah, master is correct as well. But I like to use a simple term as teacher. Um, right. And so I, I'd like to just offer up for the client too. Another helpful thing is to, to challenge your beliefs, right? Look inside and challenge them. And then imagine those beliefs that don't serve you anymore, that you put them in a suitcase. And then I want you to see the suitcase in front of you and you're giving it back to the people who gave you those beliefs mm -hmm. and you're telling them these beliefs do not serve me anymore. Thank you very much. You can have them back and then look at what you want to bring into your life and begin to use those as your beliefs and just keep repeating them in your mind. The positive belief of what you want to achieve. Right. I love this about the suitcase. I've never heard that that described like that. I love that. That's phenomenal. And when people say, because I hear this often, and I don't know if you do, but the positive thinking is like, oh, you know, it's kind of Pollyanna. And no, it's not. Because the medical science has proven that when you are coming from a place of being positive, feeling optimistic, number one, it changes your immune system. It changes everything inside of your DNA. Everything physiologically is changing. And you're really starting to rewire that neural network in the brain where you start searching and looking for the things that are more positive instead of looking for the things that are more negative. 
That's exactly right, Nada. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> I think you and I are on to something, Joanne. This is fantastic. <laughs> so, so I have so many questions that I want to ask you, but we are running out of time here. And so I want to bring oh. this in for a landing. And then I want to know, because there's more information. There's so much more I want to talk to you about. Um, would you be willing to come back next week and do this with me again? Oh, my gosh. It would be my pleasure to talk with you again, my lovely friend. Oh, awesome. All right. So that's the plan. So we're going to do this again. But in the meantime of that, um, how do the listeners connect with you? And this will be in the show notes. So anybody who is driving right now, you don't need to worry about trying to write any of this down. Um, it will be in the show notes, very easy to contact Joanne. But what is the best way to contact you except for flying to Maui and sitting on your doorstep? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I have a website. It's called Joanne, J-O-A-N-N-E, King, K-I-N-G, Counseling, C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. Dot com. So joannekingcounseling.com. You can go to my website. You can read all about mindfulness, uh, ditch the diet for life, counseling, um, all the different things that I do. And you can even set up a free consultation with me. So there's a link there on my website that you could do that. Um, I also have a free download for ditch the diet for life. Um, on mindful eating. So if you'd like to learn a little bit about mindful eating, you can download my guidebook. Oh, fantastic. I love that. Awesome. And we will talk more about that when you come back because there's so much, I have so much to talk to you about with mindset and ditch the diet for life. And um, thank you very much for offering that to the listeners. I love that, Joanne. So you're welcome. I'm, yeah. So I'm going to lasso this in and I'm just going to tell everybody thank you so much for being here with us today um Joanne I, I just love you and I'm looking forward to talking to you again real soon remember the information for Joanne will be in the show notes including where to download her gift to you and until I meet with you again Joanne take good care of yourself know I love you and to all of the listeners thank you very much for being here and we will see you again next week Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.